0: from Skift. It's Monday, December 7th in New York City. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily. Support for this podcast and the following message come from TD Ameritrade. Everything's customizable these days. Your trading platform can be too. With Think or Swim, you can customize screeners, charting, and stock forecasts so the market is always tailored to you. You can get started at tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswim. And now, here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. The U.S. hotel sector continues to see falling unemployment the further it gets from the peak summer travel season. But winter is coming, and not many are rejoicing, writes hospitality reporter Cameron Sparance. The accommodation sector's unemployment rate fell to 21.5% in November, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reported Friday. That figure is below the 24.6% seen the prior month and well below the nearly 49% seen in April, the first full month of the pandemic in the U.S. But hotel unemployment remains significantly out of step with the national average, which fell to 6.7%. The Labor Department noted the overall hospitality sector's unemployment rate changed little last month as it only added 31,000 jobs. While the overall unemployment rate ticked down from October's 6.9%, hospitality sector unemployment is still at an absurd and unacceptable rate, said Evan Weiss of LW Hospitality Advisors. Ultimately, with still uneven and, candidly, unpredictable and sometimes even illogical travel restrictions from state to state and even municipality to municipality, we will continue to have a confused customer base. Next, Southwest Airlines has famously not laid off or involuntarily furloughed a single worker in its almost 50 years of operation. That may change. The carrier told more than 6,800 employees that furloughs could begin in March if industry conditions don't change or Congress doesn't provide more aid. Furloughs are a last resort, CEO Gary Kelly has said. Then, the carrier had issued federally mandated WARN Act notices to a few hundred employees as union talks broke down. Now the furloughs have been extended to all unionized work groups except for two, dispatchers and meteorologists, writes Airline Weekly editor Mathu Unikrishnan. The issue is the company is seeking a 10% reduction in compensation from all its unionized work groups to match the 10% pay cut non unionized employees are taking starting January 1st. The cost cutting is necessary to offset what it estimates to be $1 billion in overstaffing next year. The carrier had been in talks with all its work groups for concessions, but the unions had not been receptive. Our absolute goal is to preserve every job at Southwest Airlines. However, due to a lack of meaningful progress in negotiations, we had to proceed with issuing notifications to additional employees who are valued members of the Southwest family, said Russell McCready, Vice President of Labor Relations. We end with some inside talk from Airbnb's roadshow presentation ahead of its IPO. Airbnb had dabbled with the Booking.com performance marketing playbook in 2019, and it didn't go so well, writes executive editor Dennis Shaw. During a roadshow presentation Thursday, CEO Brian Chesky expressed disappointment with Airbnb's incremental marketing spend in 2019, saying the company didn't see the returns it expected. Skift learned. In 2019, the last full year before the pandemic struck, Airbnb's sales and marketing as a percentage of revenue increased 3.6 percentage points to 33.7 percent. Airbnb's actual sales and marketing spend increased 47.2 percent to $1.62 billion in 2019, which the company described as an investment year compared with 2018. For more travel stories, head to skift.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily newsletter at skift.com/daily.